Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 4 of Pure Nonsense. This episode, I am going to make things a little lighter than my last episode. My last episode, I stated that I think the next generation might have a lot of serial killers, and I think that I'm going to keep it lighter this time. I want it to be happier, I want it to be more fun, so that's what I'm going to do. So yeah, this episode is going to be about my guilty pleasures. Things that I love doing, that I would do every day if I could, that just make life just a little bit better. Not that life isn't great. I love life. Life is amazing. I am a very, very happy person. But everyone has those guilty pleasures that even on the best days, they still add a little extra. And I think that's incredible. So we're going to get into a couple of those things today. Before that, I just wanted to say that I hope you are doing so well. I am recording this on a Sunday afternoon. It is really rainy outside. It's been raining for like a couple days now, and I think it's going to the rest of the week other than like one or two days, which is okay. We haven't gotten a lot of rain in a while, and yesterday it poured. Like Like it poured. It was... It was a lot, a ton, Um, but I think it's so cozy, and today is like 75 degrees outside. It's been like above 90 for a while now, so that 75 degrees feels really nice. It's very cozy on a good Sunday afternoon. I think that's fun, so I hope you are enjoying it as much as possible. I hope you are having a great time whenever you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to it. Thank you. And yeah, let's just get into it. I hope you enjoy. Okay, so like I just said, this episode is going to be about my guilty pleasures. Things that I love doing, things that make me happy, things that just add a little extra, you know, oomph into your life. A little oomph, you know? So, my first guilty pleasure, I have a little list in front of me because I wanted to make sure I remembered them all. Um, I'm going to do like five of them, but honestly throughout the process of me talking, I will probably add a couple more. So we'll just see how this goes. But the first one is going, like getting in my car and going to get a coffee by myself, no one else, just by myself, going to get a coffee in the morning at Dunkin' Donuts. I love Dunkin'. They have such good coffee. I don't get their donuts. I'm going to be honest. I don't really like the Dunkin' Donuts donuts. I don't. I haven't really had any of their other food other than some of the muffins. Those are good. Those are really good. They've got all that crispy stuff on top, all that sugar, maybe some cream cheese, some little crumble. Those are really good. But their coffee, oh my god. Their coffee is so good. It really is. And I think I said this in like my first episode or second or whatever it was, but I love iced coffee right now. I like iced coffee when it's hot outside. And then I like hot coffee when it's cold outside. But I've really gotten into iced coffee this year. So maybe when the seasons change, I'm still going to have iced coffee. We'll see. Maybe not, though, because I really do like a hot beverage when it's freezing outside. Makes me feel a little warm. But yeah, going and getting a coffee by myself is so comforting. And I've got a Dunkin' Donuts like right by my house. So it's not like I'm wasting gas and 
a bunch of time to get there. It's like the perfect distance where I can go, I can get my coffee, I can get a little treat to start my day, and then I can get home and start work and it's still like 9 a.m., right? And the coffee that I get, I usually get a medium because I feel like a small isn't enough if you're going to go out of your way to go and get a coffee, you want to have enough. But a large is too much. I think a large would just mess up my system. That would be a little too much for me. But you do you. If You get a couple coffees if you want. That That is a good guilty pleasure, going to get yourself a coffee. Anyways, I usually get the medium coffee, which that's another reason I like Dunkin' Donuts. They don't do stupid names for their drinks, okay? You get small, medium, or large. I think Starbucks does a little too much. And they're more expensive. And I'm going to be honest, Starbucks coffee, crap. Absolute crap. I hate it. It is not made well. I don't know what it is. It's got a bad taste, especially the espresso. The espresso sucks. Now, they have, obviously, incredible, you know, frappuccinos, maybe some, like, passion fruit tea or whatever. But once you add whatever caffeine to your drink when you go to Starbucks, it's it's not that good. It really is not. And for the price and all of that, it's just, it's not the best. So I go to Dunkin'. And I am getting so sidetracked right now because I've been trying for like a minute and a half to tell you what I order. Anyways, I get a medium iced coffee, not a latte, an iced coffee, medium iced coffee. I add almond milk. I don't like oat milk. It's grainy. It's weird. Almond milk is like silky smooth. Very nice. Again, I'm lactose intolerant. Can't do the whole milk. So we do the almond milk. And then what I love doing, this is when I really want to treat myself. If I'm not really in the mood to treat myself, if I don't want to spend a little extra money, and if I don't want, you know, too much sugar first thing in the day, I'll just leave it at the iced coffee with almond milk. But if I really want to treat myself, if I really want to have a good time, I'm going to add some mocha swirl. Now, mocha swirl is just chocolate syrup. That's what they put in a mocha. If you were to get a normal mocha, an ice mocha, that's what they're going to put in it. But a mocha is espresso. And I don't drink espresso because it messes me up. You know what I mean, you know? So I just do the iced coffee, the almond milk, and then add some of that mocha. It is so good. It is literally just an adult hot chocolate. And, okay, an adult hot chocolate I think is actually, like, alcoholic. That's not what this is, obviously. You can't do that at Dunkin'. But it is so good. It's delicious. It's the perfect amount of sweet. You still have that, you know, kind of bitter taste from the black iced coffee. Because, you know, black coffee, that's that's very bitter, right? But then when you add the almond milk to kind of even it out a little bit, and then you also add that chocolate syrup, oh my god, you need to try that. It is so, so good. And the thing is like $4. So when you do it from time to time, I don't think it's that bad. Now, I don't do this every day. And I know some people do go and get, you know, a daily coffee from wherever. That's totally fine. I don't do that. This is something I do to like treat myself. Oh, and I just love it. It is. It just makes my day so much better when I do that. It really does. Whether it's a busy day ahead or if I'm just not doing anything anyways. It's just so good. I love it. So that's my first guilty pleasure. All right. So my second guilty pleasure, 
Now, my second one, sometimes I will do immediately after my first guilty pleasure of going and getting my coffee at Dunkin'. I did this like last week, maybe the week before. It was kind of a rainy morning. I wasn't feeling that great, like not on a physical level, but like just like emotional. I wasn't feeling that great. I get insanely emotional when it's that time of the month, you know, and it I am like borderline the most irrational person when it comes to that time of the month. I'm trying to work on it. I wish there was like a fix to that. I wish I could take a pill that would just eliminate those emotions. But anyways, when I'm feeling like that, I'm going to combine my first guilty pleasure and my second guilty pleasure. And it makes for the perfect morning. Now, I can't do this every day. Because sometimes, you know, you got to get going, you got to get your work done, you have things to do, places to be. But when you don't, and you're actually able to take time for yourself and do, you know, one of those like mental health days and all of that, this is the most fun thing for me to do. And I love it. So I'm going to go get my coffee. And then I'm going to go fake house hunting. Now, fake house hunting is not real house hunting. Okay. I'm not dressing up nice. I'm not contacting a realtor. I'm not pulling up to a house and walking through it and asking all of these important questions and money-related things. I'm not doing that. I'm in my car. I have my coffee, probably listening to a podcast, and I'm going around to the nice neighborhoods around where I live. There are some, like, nicer neighborhoods by golf courses and stuff. And Some of the houses are just beautiful and you can just drive through the neighborhood and kind of slow down when you get in front of one of the homes. Some of them have such long driveways that you can't even see them. Some of them are gated. Some of them are up on a hill, whatever it is. But the ones that you can see, oh, it's so much fun. It's so fun to just picture yourself there when you're feeling down, even if you're not feeling down. All of these guilty pleasures, like I said, you can do when you're not feeling down. These can just be things that you want to do to have fun, whatever. But it makes my mood so much better. It makes me feel motivated because I'm like, oh my gosh, like those houses are gorgeous. They've got a pool. Look at all their cars. Like look at their landscaping. Oh, it's so beautiful. I want that. I need to work my butt off to get that. So I'm going to go back home. Now I'm motivated and I'm going to get my stuff done. And, you know, I'm just motivated. And then it's just fun. It's like an in-person Pinterest board, right? Because we all go on Pinterest and we see all the clothes and, you know, the travel photos and the homes and the interior decorating stuff. And it's like, oh, wow, like, that's my dream. I'm going to save that to my, you know, future house board and all of that. This is in-person Pinterest. And you're doing it while you're listening to your favorite podcast, your favorite music. You've got your coffee it's just you. You can spend some alone time with yourself. I think alone time is very important from time to time. I think it's very good for you. And it's just so fun. And you're probably thinking like, Maggie, that is creepy as hell. You are going in these neighborhoods that you do not live in. You're driving incredibly slow in front of these homes. There are people in there just trying to enjoy their day. And you're just staring at these homes in your little Honda Accord. Like, clearly you don't belong in that neighborhood. 
but I'm not creepy, okay? I don't stay in, I don't park in front of these homes. I drive the speed limit, you know, going through the neighborhoods. They have low speed limits. You're already going to be driving slow. I'm not peering into windows. I'm not getting out of my car. So I think it's okay. I don't, I don't like look at the addresses. I'm not a creepy person. Obviously, creepy people can do this. So that would be creepy. But I think I can get away with it because I'm, I'm not, and I'm not doing anything wrong, and I'm just dreaming. So if I got stopped by the cops, I would say, officer, I am a girl with a dream, so chill, okay? I am enjoying my iced Dunkin' coffee with some mocha swirl, and I am trying to get motivated so that I can do better at my job and I can make more money. So thank you and have a nice day. And that's what I would say. Because I think it's a great way to get yourself motivated and to just enjoy life. It's like, whoa, that's cool. I want that. Oh, I just think it's so fun. And you're probably really thinking like, Maggie, okay, shut up. But you should try it. You should Google Nice homes near you. I don't know how you I don't know how you go about Googling this. I don't know. I've lived in the same neighborhood my entire life, so like I know places around here that I can go. But just look it up, find some nice neighborhoods, and go fake house hunting. It's so much fun. It really is. I recommend it. Okay. Okay, so this next guilty pleasure, number three, has nothing to do with the first two. I'm moving on from the coffee, moving on from the creepy fake house hunting. Number three is making a nice fat bowl of pasta. You can make it, you can buy it, you can get it from a box, you can get it frozen, whatever you want to do. Getting a nice bowl of pasta, whatever your favorite one is, and then going up to your room, getting in bed, and watching your favorite YouTube videos. Either your favorite, you know, YouTube person, channel, whatever, just binge watching the most random videos whatever your heart desires at that second with your nice bowl of pasta. That is so fun. That's so relaxing. This is another, I think all of my guilty pleasures kind of relate to having alone time because like I said, I do think it's important to have alone time. You know, you can spend time with your family, with your friends, your significant other, whatever it is. I love doing all of that. I want to have time for everyone. I want to see everyone, spend time together, have fun, all of that. But it's also nice to just be alone sometimes when you have time off of work, when you've had a stressful day, a stressful week, when you've been going back and forth between plans and traveling, whatever it is you're doing. It is so nice to just have some alone time. And it's not personal. You know, no one needs to take it personal if you just want to be by yourself. Don't get offended. I know that that can be easy to feel offended if someone's like, oh, I just want me time right now. I don't want to see you. But we all love alone time. Don't lie. We love it. So just know that they probably aren't, you know, trying to be rude about it. They just want alone time just like you want alone time. And if you do have alone time and when you do take that alone time, I suggest getting a bowl of pasta, sitting in your bed and watching YouTube videos. Best guilty pleasure out there. It is really so nice. Oh my gosh. Okay, what's my favorite pasta? I love, oh, oh, the Trader Joe's. I think it's just like creamy gnocchi. 
It's potato-based gnocchi, like just normal gnocchi. It's not the sweet potato or the kale ones. I, I don't I don't mess with those. I don't like those. They have a weird texture. I go with the classic potato gnocchi. It's in the frozen section. And then it has this creamy sauce. And you just pour the whole pack. It's like all in the same package. You pour it all into your skillet. Add some water or some oil. Whatever the instructions say. Oh, it is so good. It's so filling. It's so comforting. That's such a good comfort food. And then when you combine the comfort food with a a comforting like place, like your bed, you know, your bed, your room, you close your door, close your curtains, maybe keep the curtains open if it's a nice day. If it's raining, if it's raining and your curtains are open, that's nice. That's really relaxing. And then you pull out YouTube. And you watch your YouTube videos. Now, I'm the kind of person that likes the vlogs and, you know, what I did in a week. Follow me around for a day in my life in New York City or whatever those videos are. I love watching that stuff. I know some people think they're ridiculous and it's like, why are you wasting your time? Like, why are you watching these people live their lives instead of living your own life? But I am living my life. I'm having my alone time. I'm taking time for myself. And when I do that, I like, I like to picture myself and, you know, doing whatever these people are doing. I like to know what other people are up to and how other people go about their mornings and their night routines and what they get at Trader Joe's, little grocery hauls. That's fun. It's nice. And I love those videos. Now, if those videos aren't for you, it's a good thing YouTube is an endless black hole of literally anything and everything. There's creepy stuff on YouTube, so stay away from that. But you can watch science videos. You can watch videos about the unexplored parts of the ocean and about space and about animals and all of that. Those are really cool. And you can fall down the rabbit hole all you want while you're eating away at your pasta bowl. And I think that that is so nice and I think it's so relaxing. And obviously, you can't do this all the time because... You know, you don't have time for alone time every single second of the day, which is completely okay because going about your day-to-day life is also very exciting. Going about your schedule and meeting up with friends and seeing your family and getting your work done and all of that, it's that that's a good thing. That's a good thing to do because sometimes you have to do that stuff in life. But then when you do get that alone time, After my first two guilty pleasures, I would also suggest doing this. I feel like all of my guilty pleasures are kind of just going to equal like the perfect day, the perfect day to spend for yourself and to have alone time. That's kind of, I guess, what what this is about, like what to do with your alone time, basically. (laughs) But really, you should try it and pick a really good pasta because having a really good pasta is very important for this one. All right, guilty pleasure number four. I'm reading it on my list. I honestly don't know if this is a guilty pleasure or if this is just something I prefer because you can do this literally anywhere, anytime, any day. I really don't think this is a guilty pleasure. This is just something that I like. But soft lighting with some good candles. So by soft lighting, I mean, you know, turning off that overhead light Oh, especially if it's fluorescent. If you have fluorescent light bulbs, please change those. I don't care what the light fixture is. If it's an overhead like ceiling fan, if 
it's just an overhead light, if it's a lamp, whatever it is, if you have a fluorescent light bulb, please change that. That is the worst thing ever. That, oh, that is so bad. It doesn't look good in the room. I am already going to tell you it does not look good. It's not cozy. It's not welcoming. Please change your, your fluorescent light bulb, please. But soft lighting is, you know, turning off the overhead light, no matter the light bulb, turning off the overhead light, and then turning on some side lamps. Keep those side lamps on and leave it at that. I had a teacher in high school. I think it was like a psychology class or something, but he only used soft lighting. So when you go into a classroom, especially in a high school, it's all those overhead lights. You flip on the switch by the door and that's the light for the classroom. He kept those off 24-7 and he had his own lamps in the classroom. He had like one tall lamp in each corner and then like one on his desk and he would turn those on and they were like the warm lit light bulbs, the nice ones, not the fluorescent ones. And oh my gosh, that room was cozy. Now, maybe not the best setting in a school, especially a high school, because a lot of kids are going to fall asleep probably, but it was so cozy. And I think that everyone should do that. I really do, especially in your home. Now, you might not have the ability to do this in your home because you don't control what your home looks like. You don't control what happens in your home. You know, your parents take care of that. That's their, that's it's their thing, right? But if you have a room, if you have, you know, a bedroom, if you share it with a sibling, maybe run this by them and say, hey, we're going to stick to soft lighting. Maybe hang some little fairy lights up, you know, the warm lit fairy lights. Have a lamp on your desk, on your bedside table, something like that, and just keep those on when you're in there. It is so much more relaxing, and it makes the whole ambiance of the room just so calm and so welcoming. You could be doing schoolwork, you could be working from home, you know, if your job is remote and you're just working from home, you could have a day off from work and you could be relaxing, reading a book, watching a movie, whatever it is. Ooh, you could be eating pasta in bed. You could be eating pasta in bed with warm lighting after you had your coffee and you went fake house hunting. This is the ultimate day. This is Maggie's ultimate day, okay? So, take you know, take this with a grain of salt because this is just what I love. Maybe everything I'm saying, you're like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. All of this makes me want to vomit. That's fine. That is fine. You can think that. But I'm going to tell you, you're going to love soft lighting if you use it. Now, with the soft lighting, the second part of guilty pleasure number four is having good candles. So, you can find good candles almost anywhere now, but some candles are going to be really expensive, okay? Some candles are very expensive and unnecessarily so. I like getting my candles from TJ Maxx and Home Goods. They have, oh, they have, my voice just cracked. That's nice. 23 years old. Um, yeah, TJ Maxx and Home Goods, incredible candles. You can get Yankee candles. You can get, um, you know, the other brands. I don't know why I can't think of any other brand of candle right now. Woodwick. They have Woodwick. And you can get those for such a good price. And they have really good scents. 
The aisles are just loaded up with candles. They're incredible. Go there. You can go to craft stores. When Hobby Lobby has a sale going on and they have 50% off all candles, they have really good scents. And they're really good sized candles and they last for a decent amount of time. So get you some soft lighting. Go get you some candles. Turn on your soft lighting. Turn off the overhead lighting. Light your candle. Grab your pasta and relax. That is guilty pleasure number four. That is, again, one of the best things ever. And lastly, guilty pleasure number five. Guilty pleasure number five is similar to number four in that it's kind of just something I like doing. I guess all guilty pleasures are just something that people like doing. You know, it's not a specific thing. It's just something that, you know, again, adds a little bit of joy to your day. But guilty pleasure number five. So I personally love the summer. I am a big summer person. I think everything's better in the summer. My skin, my hair, just the overall way that I'm feeling, the activities that you can do. It's just such a good time. I love the summer. That being said, nothing is better than having a snow day and getting snowed in. Now, obviously, as a kid, snow days are probably a little bit more exciting, a little bit amped up, just because it's like, ooh, like, the school's closed. Uh, Oh, don't even get me started on two-hour delays. Two-hour delays are, ugh, what even is that? Just cancel. But when school gets canceled when you're a kid because of the snow, oh my god, that is, like, the best thing ever because then you stay home, you go and play with your friends in the neighborhood, you go sledding, you come home, you take off all your wet snow clothes, throw them in the dryer real quick, you make some mac and cheese, have some hot chocolate, load it up with marshmallows and whipped cream and all of that, and then you get your snow clothes out of the dryer, now they're dry and warm, and you put them back on and then you go keep playing Nothing better than that as a kid, right? That's one of the best things. And even though it's probably a little more exciting as a kid, I think it's still incredibly exciting as an adult. Because sometimes if it snows enough, which we don't really get a lot of here in this part of North Carolina, but when it snows enough, your, you know, your adult job might also be canceled for the day. Which is probably a little bit different now that COVID happened and most people can work remote and everyone has access to all of the ways that you can work from home. So maybe it's a little different now, but still having that cozy snow day is nice because when you look out your window and you see the little winter wonderland going on and everything's quiet outside, you know that quiet, just the quiet sound when it snows. Like, there's nothing. And it's, like, super gloomy outside, right? Because it snowed, so it's not like it's all bright and shiny outside until it is, and then it starts to melt. But when it first happens and it's gloomy, but the snow is so bright that you almost need, like, sunglasses, and it's like, whoa, that, it's so pretty. It really is just so nice. And then even if you are working remote and you do have to work on a snow day, you can still enjoy it to some extent. You can still sit there with your hot chocolate can make some mac and cheese, do all the comfort foods throughout the day. It can still be exciting. Anyways, for this guilty pleasure, the reason I love a good snow day, when it's like a really good snow day, like I said, and things get canceled, 
is when you can get snowed in. I Well, okay, all of this stuff I've been saying, you know, this is good stuff to do by yourself. But getting snowed in, either with family, with friends, your boyfriend or girlfriend, that is so nice. And I'm, I thought about this because this past winter, we had a pretty good snow. It was like four days worth of a decent amount of snow sticking to the ground. And it was really fun. And so before this snow happened, we knew it was coming. And so I packed my bag and I got ready and I went over to my boyfriend's apartment. And I stayed there because I thought like, oh, I'll stay here for like one or two nights. The snow will melt. Then I'll go home and we would have had like a fun weekend. I ended up being there for like four days. And so we now refer to this, my boyfriend and I, we refer to this as mega date. So mega date was when I went over there. We were thinking I was going to be there for one or two days. And then I was there for four days because of the snow. And that entire time we were... No, he was still in school getting his master's, and I had graduated, like, the the spring before that. But I, you know, was working on getting my business started, getting it up and running, all of that. But because of the snow, I didn't have any deliveries or pickups, and, you know, everyone else was enjoying their snow day. So no one was emailing or calling or any of that. So I had a good amount of time off. And then... He was going into his last semester of his master's degree, and he had, you know, that, like, winter break section right before classes started, and it was also right before he started the full-time job that he has now. And so he wasn't really doing anything, and I wasn't doing anything, so we had, like, no responsibility. It was the most relaxing time ever. It was so nice. And so I was over there at his apartment. We were watching the snow, like, through the doors that went onto the balcony. We were sitting on the couch. We had a ton of, like, the junk food snacks, the comfort food, and we were binge-watching Game of Thrones the entire, like, four days. It was so nice, and the fact that the snow kind of eliminates your responsibilities to an extent, I just think that's really nice. It's really fun because it's pretty It's not like a a disaster that's happening, right? It's not like a hurricane or a tornado or anything like that. It's a very pretty thing to look at. You can go outside and you can play in it. It's really fun. And you can also get all cozy and have a relaxing time. So even though I'm a summer person and I pretty much prefer summer over any other season, which might change, fall is growing on me. I do like fall a lot. But I really love summer. And even though I love summer, a good snow day is a great guilty pleasure. That's something that I think everyone can agree on. I honestly do. Now, some snow days might not be the best. Your car might break down. You might slip on some ice. Um, You might get stuck at work. Or you might get stuck at school. And, you know, things aren't really going your way. But on the positive end of snow... That that was really negative, and I'm really sorry if that's ever happened to you or if it does happen to you. Now that I say it, maybe it'll happen to me. But the positive side of snow is those nice little cozy dates that you get to have. I really like those. And, okay, I did the mega date with my boyfriend, obviously, mega date. You can do it with friends. You can do it with family. You can put on a good movie. You can, you know, if the power's not out, um... 
you can just have fun. You can play good board games. When the power goes out, that's really not, it's not the worst thing as long as it's not out too long to where all your food in the fridge and freezer is rotten and all of that. Um, but pull out a board game. Light your candles from TJ Maxx. There you go. Do that. And just have a good time. So this coming winter, I'm saying this in July. So this coming winter, get ready for a mega date. Maybe. Again, we don't get snow, uh, good snow, very often. And sometimes it'll randomly happen in like March when people are just pissed off of the cold weather at that point. Oh, if it happened on Christmas, when's the last time you had a white Christmas? I don't even remember. This past Christmas, it was like 75 degrees, I think. That that would be that would be the ultimate, ultimate day right there. Anyways, that was my fifth guilty pleasure. I don't think I added any extra through this episode. I don't think so. If I think of any, I'll just do a part two, a guilty pleasures part two, because there's probably a lot more that I'm not thinking of, and they'll probably come to me at the most random times. Wait, hang on. I thought of the guilty pleasure number six. I did. I just thought about it. A massive slice of pumpkin pie with the biggest mound of Cool Whip that you could ever imagine right on top. Now, that's Cool Whip, not whipped cream. I don't do the whipped cream from the can. I do a tub of Cool Whip, and you get a spoon, and you start you start slapping that on. Not a little dollop. Don't do it like the commercials. Don't you dare put a little tiny dollop on my slice of pumpkin pie and hand it to me. Mm -mm. You need to cover your slice of pumpkin pie. The entire surface of your pie slice needs to be covered with Cool Whip and it needs to be the same height, if not double the height of your pumpkin pie slice. Because pumpkin pie is a, a thin pie, I would think. You know, it's got the crust and then you've got the pumpkin pie. There's no extra like fruit filling with the lattice crust on top, you know? You've got the crust at the bottom and then the pie. Simple and perfect. That Cool Whip on top needs to be, I would say, about three inches tall while covering the entire surface. You need a full spoonful of Cool Whip in every bite of pie. That's that's the only way to do it, and that is a great guilty pleasure. I tried buying a pumpkin pie today. I did. I was at Costco and I tried getting a pumpkin pie. Not only did they not have the pumpkin pie and I'm complaining, it's July 10th. I'm complaining they don't have pumpkin pie. Obviously they don't have pumpkin pie. They didn't have the pie, but guess what else they didn't have? They didn't have the Cool Whip tubs. They only had the whipped cream in a can. You know, the kind you put on your coffee and stuff. I need the tub. Okay, and something that you can do, you can put that tub in the freezer and you can eat it like it's ice cream. Some people do that as like a ooh low sugar dessert, whatever. I don't care about the low sugar. That Cool Whip just tastes incredible. And oh, oh, and the pumpkin pie, I don't like it hot. If you bake your own pumpkin pie and you pull it out of the oven that thing has to sit there for like hours in order to properly solidify so that you can really get a good slice without it kind of running everywhere and then you lose the pie and then it's just you're not getting that perfect bite of pie, you know? 
cold pumpkin pie. It can be cold straight from the fridge. Whew. That, oh my god. That is delicious. And like I said, at least three inches of Cool Whip. I don't want anything less. More would be fine, but no less. That's guilty pleasure number six. I just thought about it. And honestly, it's number six right now, but it probably should be number one. Please do that. Please go get some pie and pile that Cool Whip up. And you tell me that that wasn't the best thing you've ever eaten in your life. Okay, well, I think six guilty pleasures is enough. I probably have like over 30 minutes of recording right now. I've been talking forever. But I think six is enough. So I think I'm going to leave you with that. And like I said, if I think of any more, I'll just do a guilty pleasure part two, whatever episode of the podcast. That I can do whatever I want with this podcast. I can make as many episodes about whatever. So if I think of a ton of other guilty pleasures, then I will just make another episode. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed listening to this. If you did, thank you very much. I, again, I love recording these. It's so fun. Right now I'm actually sitting in my closet because there's like some talking downstairs and stuff. So I wanted to I didn't want to like catch that in the recording so I'm I'm sitting in the middle of my closet right now. It's kind of cozy. I'm not going to lie. This is a pretty fun spot to be. But I hope you enjoyed. I hope you are having a great day whenever you're listening to this. I hope you have a great rest of your week. And yeah, I will see you next Tuesday for episode 5. Bye. <laughs>